Chapter twenty seven of the Memoirs of Chateaubriand, seventeen sixty eight to eighteen hundred. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicole Lee. Memoirs of Chateaubriand, seventeen sixty eight to eighteen hundred. By Francois Rene de Chateaubriand. Chapter twenty seven. Berlin, March eighteen twenty one. Cambrai, the regiment of Navarre, La Martiniere the mail courier brought me to my garrison a brother-in-law of mine viscount chateaubourg who had married my sister benigne the widow of the count de quebriac had given me letters of introduction to the officers of my regiment the chevalier de guenon a man of the best society introduced me to a table where i met messrs achard de mailly and la martiniere officers distinguished for their talents the marquis de montemar was colonel of the regiment and count andrezel major i was placed under the special guardianship of the latter i have met both subsequently the one became my colleague in the chamber of peers the other applied to me for some services which i was very happy to be able to render him there is a melancholy pleasure in again meeting with persons whom we have known at a different period of life and in considering the changes which have taken place in their existence and in our own like stakes left behind they serve to mark the path which we have followed in the desert of the past having joined the regiment in the garb of a citizen twenty-four hours afterwards i assumed that of a soldier it appeared as if i had worn it always my uniform was blue and white corresponding with my favourite jacket of old as youth and man i have marched under the same colours i was subjected to none of those trials which newcomers are usually obliged to pass through i know not why but no one ventured upon any of these boyish military follies with me i was not fifteen days in the regiment till i was treated as an old officer i learned with facility both the exercise and the theory of arms i passed through the offices of corporal and sergeant with the approbation of my instructors my rooms became the rendezvous of the old captains as well as of the young lieutenants the former initiated me into the history of their campaigns the latter confided to me their amours martinier used to come and ask me to walk with him before the door of a beautiful cambrisienne whom he adored and this was repeated five or six times a day he happened to be very ugly with a face strongly marked by the smallpox while telling me the story of his passion he kept drinking large glasses of currant water which i sometimes paid for all would have gone marvellously well if it were not for my foolish love for dress there was a general affectation of the rigorous observance of the prussian fashion small hat little curls stuck close to the head a queue and a coat very closely buttoned this displeased me very much during the morning i submitted to these fetters but in the evening when i hoped not to be seen by my superior officers i muffled myself up in a large hat the hairdresser let loose the curls of my hair and relieved me from my queue i unbuttoned and crossed the lapels of my coat and in this negligee dress i went to do duty for la martiniere under the window of the cruel fleming lo one day i came face to face with Monsieur Andrezel. What's this, sir? said the terrible major. You are under arrest for three days. I was a little ashamed, but I recollected the truth of the proverb, that it is an ill wind that blows nobody good. It relieved me from any concern with the love affairs of my comrade. Being near Fenelon's tomb, I read Telemachus over again. I was not very much disposed for the philanthropic historiette of the cow and the prelate. The debut of my career served to amuse my recollections. When passing through Cambrai with the king, 
after the hundred days i looked for the house in which i had lodged and the coffee-house which i frequented but they were not to be found everything had disappeared men and monuments death of my father the same year in which i went through my first training in arms at cambray brought news of the death of frederick the second i am now an ambassador to the nephew of this great king and write this part of my memoirs in berlin this piece of important public news was succeeded by another mournful to me lucile announced to me that my father had been carried off by an attack of apoplexy two days after that fete of angevine which had been one of the delights of my childhood among the authentic pieces which served me as a guide i find the record of the decease of my parents these records showing as they do in an especial manner the fashions of the age in this respect i here consign them to the page of history extract from the register of deaths of the parish of combourg for the year seventeen eighty six the body of the high and puissant messieurs rene de chateaubriand comte de combourg lord of gogues plessis lépine boulet malestroit ondol and other places husband of the high and mighty lady apolline jeanne suzanne de bedet de la boetardet countess of combourg died about sixty-nine years of age at his castle of combourg on the sixth of september about eight in the evening was buried on the eighth in the family vault in the churchyard of combourg in presence of the gentlemen and officers of the jurisdiction and other notable citizens whose names are subscribed witnesses le comte du petit bois de moulouet de chateau d'assy de launay moreau louis de Moni, advocate Hermé, procureur petit advocate and procureur fiscal robu portal le doirin de trevelec rector dean of danger sever rector in the extract given by m laudin mayor of combourg in eighteen twelve the nineteen words expressive of the titles high and puissant etc are cut out extract from the register of deaths of the town of saint Servan, first arrondissement of the department of ile et vilain for the year six of the republic folio thirty five on the twelfth perial year six of the french republic appeared before me jacques Baudas, municipal officer of the commune of saint Servan, chosen an officer of the public the fourth of last florial jean ballet gardener and joseph boulard day labourer who have declared in my presence that apolline jeanne suzanne de bedet widow of rene auguste de chateaubriand died at the house of citoyen guillon situated at la balue in that commune this day at one o'clock p m after this declaration of the truth of which i have made sure i have drawn up the present record which jean ballet alone has signed along with me joseph boudin having declared his inability to do so when summoned done at the public office the day and year above stated signed jean ballet and Bourdas. in the first extract the old regime appears monsieur de chateaubriand is a high and puissant lord and the witnesses are nobles and citizens of note amongst the signatures i find that of the marquis de Molnouet, who stopped one day in the winter at the castle of combourg and the cure Sévin, who was so hard to persuade that i was the author of the genius of christianity both faithful friends of my father till his last hour my father was not however suffered to rest long in his winding-sheet he was thrown out of it when old france was cast into the common sewer in the funeral extract about my mother the world turns upon other poles a new world a new era the reckoning of years and even the names of the months are changed 
Madame de Chateaubriand is nothing more than a poor woman who dies at the house of Citoyen Gouillon, a gardener and a labourer who does not know how to write, are the only witnesses of the record. Relatives and friends, there are none. No funeral pomp, the only assistant present, the revolution. End of chapter 27